wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there, we have pads for those. So oh, this guy. Watermarks Man. All this beautiful table. You son of a... Probably human. <laughs> this time on the Divided Alliance, Edwin has been chastised by the group for putting his water on the bare wood table that has been lacquered. Bare wood? Is it lacquered? Yes. That's how you get that glossy shine to it. I thought that was just a finish. Maybe it's a finish. I don't know. You made the table. I didn't make the table. My next character's last name is Bearwood. (laughs) That would be a good one. All right. Last time on the Divided Alliance, Garsk learned the hefty consequences of dealing with Edwin. He, after numerous times of poking fun at the main tank of this group, was fed (laughs) some delicious beetle, causing him to have sickening stomach aches and shitting in the river. (laughs) I just want to point out one thing. I like to make fun of Edwin because he's a lousy cook. Basically, he proved my point. (laughs) By the way, it is canon that Edwin is a delicious cook. Edwin is delicious. (laughs) He makes delicious food. I was gonna... Yeah. Delicious in the type when you see a sexy man, you're like, that's a tasty snack. I don't exactly. think I've ever said that. I think you don't. Said that. You never like looked at someone about Edwin. Mm, you look no. like a oh, said that about he Edwin. Said someone. Oh, yeah. Okay. You've never looked at someone and said like, mm, you "Don't impress me for that." Anyways, <laughs> as a side note, <laughs> I guess the main adventurer of what happened was Melon. Well, actually, no. Who threw it? Threw what? The grappling hook, of course. Uh, Sloan. Oh, Sloan. With his wicked arms, threw a grappling hook across the river. What? Sloan's yeah. not wicked. He's like he had wicked arms. the least wicked out of all of us. Just like the movie Island. He is a solemn character with wicked arms. You got wicked arms, bro. You got wicked <laughs> arms, bro. I know you've been hitting them log gyms. Been flexing. Got that bow flex in the forest. No mm. idea what's going on. Neither do I. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. He threw a grappling hook across the river. Pulled it tight. Tied a knot. We have a sailor with us. He's good with knots. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Varg. Vardalel Fender. Vardalong Beedabander. Did you just say it correctly? Yeah, I've said it correctly every time. It's taken three long episodes, but someone in our party has finally said it correctly. Oh, I think I think Sloan said it time. correctly every time. It's been three episodes, and someone finally said it correctly. That's canon. Yep. <laughs> Great. Canon. Edwin's in charge of canon. All yep. right. <laughs> How the tables have turned. <laughs> and you yeah. Didn't, yeah, you didn't even get to the most exciting part. That's right. I did. Melon, would you like to elaborate on your wonderful acrobatics? No, I want you to. Okay. Melon, feeling self-empowered, said, I shall take up the challenge to not only shimmy across, but to slackline across a river yeah. on this taut rope. Yeah. She was bouncing. She was springy. She was uh-huh. doing all kinds of acrobatics in the air. Yeah. And she almost slipped, but she didn't. Well, we don't Wait, know. She did slip. <gasps> I did slip. She did slip. Yeah. We had a check for that. And she... She failed the acrobatics check. She failed the acrobatics <laughs> check. Yeah. Oh. But I get a reflex save. But also, Garsk was smart enough to tie a rope around you. Yes, that Thank also. You. So if that happens, we just haul you back in, I guess. Yeah. A Try again. Wet, but it's fine. But I got a reflex save. How long is said rope? 50 feet. 50 feet? Yeah. We tied a 50-foot rope around? Okay. We didn't cut the rope? Okay. That's fine. Huh. Well, she's got to get well, to the other side of the river. Foot. It's a 40-foot wide river, man. We have two. You'd get like halfway across if we cut the rope. 
Oh, you made it halfway. We're just going to cut she it now. She gets halfway you, and you, you just pull going. her back like, oh, I'm there. That's the end of the rope there. <laughs> okay. I guess that makes yeah. sense. Oh, man. Oh, man. I rolled a 27 on my reflex save. Hot damn. Hot damn. Uh, you fall into the river. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Melon <laughs> <laughs> has grabbed onto the rope with a ridiculous reflex save. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Can we do like a five minute uh, acrobatics montage as you explain in, in excruciating detail how you get across this river? Sure. Yeah. Is that what the listeners want? It's what the w- listeners want. And it's what, what you the want, DM listeners. Wants. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So I fall, but I catch myself Ooh. with my left hand. Ooh. And I just barely hanging on there. I'm like, la di da di da di da. Suspenseful. Yeah. And I swing back and forth for a little bit, and then I totally act like a monkey, and I go left, right, left, right, and I'm swinging across the the line there, and then I'm like, oh yeah, now I gotta be a sloth. So I, I. So you were slow, slow across. No, I pull my feet up and dangle there for a moment. Was it slowly? No. That's what sloths are known for: pulling their feet up. (laughs) Not being slow. Not being slow. No. I gotta go. No, it's like the 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 way that the sloth sits, you know, like dangling with yeah, where he's dangling with his feet around. I'm the confused because I thought you were just saying you climb out of the trees like you know once a week to poop. <laughs> that's all <laughs> yeah. sloths do. <laughs> we all have different ideas yeah. of what sloths are known for. Sloths are sloths. known for. Well, they're known for being slow, but I was do- like when when you say when you say like doggy style it's not like you get down on all fours and start barking well that's not you, you know what that's what i never do. mind <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move on here wow <laughs> wow thank you melon no problem <laughs> doing this sloth style if you do a doggy style i'd like to sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> feel free we don't judge i mean we judge edwin we don't accept no, pictures. Yeah, that's we do but that's about it <laughs> yeah. no pictures no pictures no. Melon, what? Apparently, you dodge, jump, and uh, shimmy and dip, sloth dive, your way uh, over. Dive, dip, <laughs> dip, dive, <laughs> dodge, dodge again. Not be any wrenches. Garsk throws a wrench. <laughs> what? Do you have a wrench in your ah, inventory? I'm not a rogue, sorry. Okay. Melon, you got a wrench. <laughs> uh, she can't do that because she's a rogue. It's because she's a halfling. Yeah. Oh. That's a halfling superpower. Yeah. It's like super a power. Uh, a racial ability? Yes. Whoa, that's cool. super. I thought it was a feat. Power. Wow. Even cooler. God. It's racist just to assume halflings can pull out anything less than a gold coin. No, it's not, not less. It's not racist. It's not less than a gold coin. That, I mean, just trying I, to be It's true because I, I think race. that means what you think it means. <laughs> it's a racial ability, but, <laughs> but I'm just the, But it is. I know, but does everyone know that? Yeah, yeah because everyone now. Just said it. Everyone it's a superpower. Know that really? Everyone just knows that halflings can just pull stuff out of thin air like that. Well, I didn't yeah, know some halflings. halflings. Only some halflings can. Only yeah. some halflings. So but Only halflings can. Yes. In this. Well, wouldn't game. it be racist if you just assume that all halflings had that ability? Yes. Yeah, nobody did. I think it would. Except well, for you, Edwin. I'm trying which to defend. Means you're the racist. <laughs> all right, moving on. Melon, you make it to the other side of the river. Yeah. Can't you're believe standing you, there. You have a rope tied around your waist. Fucking oh, yeah. humans. You see the grappling hook connected to the part of the bridge that's still tied up to a tree. Now on the the opposite bank from the rest of your party, what do you do? I'm going to pull up the bridge that's dangling out in the water. 
Yeah? Yeah. Man. Yeah. And then... It's a lot of bridge to pull up. Yeah. It takes a little while. Got you strong. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. bridge away? I got muscles. More than Melon. Everything weighs Your Chinese food weighs more than Melon. Probably. (laughs) She was just going to tie like the... The grappling hook to it. We just pull it across. Pull well, it yeah, up. yeah, but I gotta pull pull out the end of it. Gotta find the end so that I can tie the grappling hook. Oh, I thought it was just all like at this. Okay, I got no, it. Somebody got cut it. it off from from the side of the bank that Garsk, Sloan, and Edwin are on. It looks like somebody, although nobody's looked to see yet. It looks like somebody cut the rope on your guys's side, and then that just allowed the br- the bridge to drop into the water and be dragged kind of downriver, mm-hmm. but it was still tied up on the bank that Melon is currently on, so she would be able to pull the whole thing out of the river eventually, because it's very heavy and in the river, mm-hmm. blowing. Yay! It's like, it's like some, some mad resistance training uh, there. As Melon's on the other side, um, I'm going to turn to Sloan. Slo- Sloan. Yes. The, the bridge was cut from this side. It, it, one might theorize that Somebody cut the bridge because there was something scary on the other side of this river. Yeah, it's Melon. Hi, <laughs> I tied this to the ah, clean hook. Uh, <laughs> we should leave her. <laughs> uh, I think that would be worse for you. Melon no. does not like being abandoned. That's okay. We'll cut the rope on this side. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we tie it up on the one side, she's going to cut it on the other side and leave. <laughs> Later, fools. All right, so you have a rope tied up to... Uh, do you just tie the grappling hook rope, or do you tie your rope as well, the one around your waist, Melon? I'm going to tie both. Okay. So now you have two ropes with which to haul this bridge over, making it much easier to uh, pull this across the river. I'll pull I imagine one that's the rope. what you do. All right. So, Sloan, you're pulling on the ropes there? One of them. One of them. I'm not as strong as Melon. I need some help. All right. Right. Sloan is straining his muscles trying to pull this uh, across alone. Ah, if only somebody would help him. I will help him. Melon, come back I to the side. I immediately help. inspire courage. Outstanding. Edwin will Sloan, do you most feel inspired. Uh, okay. Edwin? Edwin's helping. Edwin feels inspired to help you. I'm clapping. You can do it. Way to go, Sloan. I'm helping, Ooh. but I'm just pulling on the other side of the rope, so it's not really all that helpful. Got a 10 on a strength check to, to pull that across. You are you are struggling, and I don't know if it'll I don't know if it'll happen without some extra help. I shall assist. Oh my god, that's fantastic! I All will right. assist. All right, it takes you a little bit, but you're able to get the rope bridge back over. What do you do with it now that you have this rope bridge part on your side? Uh, I think we just tie it back up so it's a working, functioning bridge. All right, gonna tie it right back mm-hmm. up where it was. Yeah, sounds good. You tie it up. Um, the sailor, yer. I bet y'all forgot about me within the past couple of minutes. <laughs> Good work hauling that bridge. We can't forget about you, Fartalong Bendeninger. Ah, close enough. <laughs> uh, some good ropes there. And he checks some of the knots and he makes sure they're all tight. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's a good. That, that, that bridge will hold. When did Varn start talking like a pirate? I've always been a pirate. Yeah. yeah I started talking like this at the beginning of last episode. Once I knew that I could trust you guys not to judge me too harshly for my past life. <laughs> As a sailor? I thought you were a sailor. I was a sailor. So why do you talk like a pirate? Were you a pirate? All pirates <laughs> are sailors. It's true, but are all sailors pirates? It depends on who you ask, lad. <laughs> it depends on who you ask. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> all right, I'm coming. 
<laughs> and he hops up on the bridge and starts trotting on over. And it looks like some of these, like, oh, oh, look out for some of these boards. They're looking a little bit, looking a little bit rotten here from being in the water. Uh, it looks like there's been a little bit of damage to the bridge, but nothing too dangerous. And you're all able to get across safely if that is what you choose to do. Oh, yeah. Yes, we choose to get across safely as opposed to choosing to get across unsafely. Or not at all. You could stand I there and watch the rest of the party walk off. to not go at all. You're already on the other side. Yeah, that's why I choose not to. Okay, that's good. Stay there. Duh. Okay. I vote that Edwin goes dangerously. I'm going to go safely. Just start stomping on all of them, every, every board. Put, put, put me down for safety as well. I'm actually so going we, in the center in between Garsk and Salone, so I know if one of them cut it, the other one's going with me. Dang. <laughs> Covering all my... So threat. we go and we make it across the bridge. We're going to make it across? We'll make it across. Mm-hmm. We make it across. We all go safely. Good. Maylong. Yeah. <laughs> Should we recut the bridge? Uh, no, we'll probably want to get back across it. I mean, that's a valid idea, but somebody did cut this for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. Have you seen anything spooky over here? I might have, with a 30 perception. So in that 20? Yeah, on a nat 20. Oh, yeah. You roll nat what 20 is like no one I've ever she... seen. And for those of you See. at home, she actually rolls nat 20. It's not just... Hell yeah. Flex the numbers at all. <laughs> I don't all flex right. the numbers. What specific information are you looking for? Uh, anything spooky. Anything spooky? Yeah, spooky, like spooky, dangerous, things that might... A reason that someone might have cut the bridge. Uh, you don't see anything in your immediate area that would make you... And question. besides, it would have been somebody on this side of the bridge that would have wanted the other side to not be accessible. No. no. Yeah. No. They ran across the bridge uh-huh. and then cut it behind them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So How could you running. stand on your bank and cut that? <laughs> uh, I have reach. Can. <laughs> Mage hand. Daggers are, are yeah. pretty light. Yeah. Take a well, while. Well, sometimes my range is a little bit slow. So, yeah. 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 All right. She's feel all the time. What if? Has nothing to do with it. What? I'm sorry. I apologize. It's because she's a child. Ooh. What if Edwin has a coherent thought? What if? <laughs> what if? That so is- Edwin's coherent thought. Okay. How far away was that clearing where the beetle was? And there was a look like there was a bunch of goblins and maybe some Chernosarger rangers that died. I don't know, like maybe a mile. What if the goblins had followed the Chernosarger rangers? All the way up to the riverbank, and the Chernosaro Rangers on that side decided to cut the rope to save the rest, because we know that the base is on the other side, and that a big fight out happened at that clearing over there somehow. It's possible. If we don't see anything else, uh, then I think that's probably a, a good as reason of any. I think we're fine leaving it. All right. That was both lucid and insightful, Edwin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But you're wrong. No, no, no. (laughs) What if the goblins come, though? We should probably... Are you worried about that? Cut it again. (laughs) Wait, we can rig it. That's what we're talking about. Let's just rig it to be a trap. So if anything actually goes on it, they fall. No, that that would be mean. What if if a little baby deer tries to cross it? it Nature is a... Nature is metal. What? Nature is metal. Mm. No, that's very like yep. the opposite. I think we have our first metal. t-shirt design. <laughs> Nature is metal. Are you insinuating I, it's like heavy metal? I'm going to have yeah, to like it's, with you. Like it's crazy shit happens. 
Yeah, okay. that poor deer. Nature. I suggest we leave the bridge. Yeah, we leave the bridge. I think we should leave the bridge. I know I originally said maybe we should cut it, but now I'm thinking more along the lines that we leave it, you know, in case we need to re- retreat hastily. Yeah. You guys run back to the bank and you're like, shit, we cut the bridge. <laughs> Everybody in the water. <laughs> so we're leaving it. I say and we move forward. I follow Sloan because he's the only person that knows anything about the map. I know, I know stuff the, about the map. I know the map exists. I've seen it, but I don't know nature, man. I'm like, if we were underground, if this was a cave system, I'd be your man. I'd be your dwarf. Dwarf. Do a dwarf. My man. dwarf. I'd be a dwarf. My dwarf. Yeah, I'd be a dwarf. You'd be dwarfing. So what's happening? You guys are Headed? walking along, heading towards Fort Riston. Whoa. Uh, X marked on your map. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. We're assuming that it, Okay, that's where we're going. All right, mm-hmm. let's go. We're headed there. Because that's what the tree giant said. Yes, okay. To the general area around him, not to you guys specifically. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I was confused. I thought it. the X was a different location than the Fort Riston, but we're... No, I think... Know, okay, we're all taking turns being we, confused tonight. Slow on your next. <laughs> we are assuming, based on what yeah, yeah. the directions gotcha, that gotcha. he gave. Yeah. We go to the X. Outstanding. X marks Continue the spot. The you guys cruise along. And now what time of day is it? Does anybody uh, anybody remember that? I don't know. Um, uh, no, it's also up to, like, I don't know. Morning. Maybe somebody remembers what time you guys were at the bridge last time. It's morning. We rested. It's we right. It is rest. early in the morning. You are we rested correct. on the other the side of the river. So it's like 7 a.m. Oh, that's right. Wow. Why are we getting yeah. up so early? Um, Outstanding question. Because Edwin's great cooking. No, 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 no. We we are. It's later because you spent the better part of part of the morning shitting into the river. It's true. Eight forty-five. It is like <laughs> possibly ten. I I'd say it's nine o'clock. I woke up at five a.m. It is ten thirty because it took Malon a long time to pull an entire rope bridge out of the water for you guys to haul it across, get it all tied up, and make sure it's secure. Safety first. Uh, so yeah, we'll say it's about ten o'clock, ten thirty. Cool. Very good. There are no clocks on the trees. Oh, yeah. So we're going. How long does it take to get to that? Ah, it's about like four miles. Mm-hmm. So it takes you a little bit. Are you guys moving full speed? Are you sprinting? Are you sneaking? Are you crawling? Army crawl? Walking, low crawl? But we've got we've got a got our feelers out for anything that might give we're, us. We're we're uh, yeah we're just running on all fours. Okay, you know doggy style. <laughs> all right, <laughs> exactly. <sighs> That's what I think about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, <Wow>. okay. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> you guys- that, ex- that explains the very rare occasion that he has a lucid thought. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems like he might be metagaming there. I'm not sure Edwin has lucid thoughts. <laughs> that was a metagaming. Edwin has lucid thoughts sometimes. Especially when it comes to cooking. Especially when it comes to cooking. I can cook anything. Name it. A oh, rock. Oh, oh, we believe you. We've seen it. Butterfly stew. Butterfly stew. Butterflies. Stone soup. What's, a, what's the difference between a rock and a stone? What? what are you, a what stones are cleaner. What kind of chef are you that you don't know the difference between a rock and a stone? Can you turn a rock into a stone? No. Why not? No, what's going on? You can on? turn a stone into a rock, though. I hate to break up this very interesting debate you're having right now. <laughs> Uh, as you guys are walking along, listening to the birds chirping, you see a structure starting to appear in front of you. 
not magically or anything. You're just able to see bits of a tower, two towers, over the tree line in f ahead of you. And you realize you're approaching some sort of fortification. I think that we should proceed with caution at this point. Can we, I think so. Can well. we see the top of the tower? You can see the top Is, of the tower. They're like, like an orange light or eye. <laughs> Not that you're able to tell okay. from here. <laughs> That's right. No, you don't see anything up there. Sounds awful derivative. You see a large, round, glowing eye. Like How long do you stare at it? I let it peer into my soul. Excellent. It's the sun. You're temporarily blinded. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Sloan, yeah. we're in the wrong book. <laughs> you guys keep approaching. Approaching. Yeah. Yes. I think so. All right. You approach and you approach and you keep on approaching. And eventually you see the front of what you would assume to be Fort Riston. Ah, alas. Okay. To your right is a small weathered sign that says, Welcome to Fort Riston. For being so secretive, they just have <laughs> signs out? Well, you're right there. It's not like you're going to see the sign and be like, Hey, there's a fort hidden somewhere around here. <laughs> yeah, is that big fort right there? No, that couldn't be it. Yeah, it looks overgrown with vines and, and rather weathered. It doesn't look like the sign has been uh, kept up. Do we see like any signs of life towards the fort? As you look towards it, you're looking at the what you can assume to be the main entrance. There's two uh, large towers, and it looks like there are two... It looks like it uh, extends back. Where are you looking at the front? These towers appear to be about three stories tall. There is a wall and a gate in between these two towers. And these towers are only about, about 30 feet apart from each other. 30 feet apart, two large stone towers, each three stories tall. And there's a gate in the middle. And you well, roll a perception check. 20. 23. 13. That's a check, all right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Good job, Edwin. Yep. I can already tell. 13. <laughs> 13. Oh, that's, that's not bad. That's not horrible. No. All right. So, Melon, I believe you are the one who got the highest perception on that. No, oh, so I, I did. Oh, God, I wasn't listening to you again, Sloan. You got so 23. Okay. Oh, 23? That's a you huge do difference. it by now. That's okay. <laughs> I'm used to it. That's okay. That's a big difference on a DC-22. That, that's correct. Yeah. See, I know how things work. All right. So the two massive towers on the western side of this fort, connected by a high wall with a gatehouse festooned in ivy. Mushrooms blossom amid ferns along the ground. The wooden double door of the gatehouse is banded with iron, but one door stands slightly ajar. In front of this door, you see some sort of creature. It stands about three feet tall, is wearing some rather simple clothing, and is smoking a pipe. What kind of clothing? Looks like a, maybe a simple tunic. Gray with and a belt. green? Um, like the other Chernosarder rangers uh, we've seen? Mm, it doesn't look like something a Chernosarder ranger would wear. It's uh, it's a, like an earthy color, like a light brown. Will greenish, you describe their features? Greenish brown. It's a, it's a furry little creature, standing three feet tall. On its hind legs, upright, like a humanoid, it has a tail, definitely furry all over, slightly elongated face. How long of a tail? Are we talking like Mr. Tumnus here? Are these like little Ewoks? Tumnus what? the phone. Line of which Nordrub? Yeah. 
I was just trying to... I didn't spend a lot of time staring at Mr. Tumnus's ass, so I didn't really remember how long his tail was. Oh. And I was Looks trying like to I must recall have been that. Only one. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with Mr. Garsk's, Tumnus fan fiction. With Garsk's perception, <laughs> he's going to look at Sloan. Sloan, there are two towers here. Yes, yes, there are. And there's... Can you describe the pipe in his mouth that he's using? No, not from this distance. And you see two towers. Was too, uh, was too low there. You might see some creature. You, you see a creature that's that appears to be maybe smoking in front of the doors there, and you can tell it's a shorter creature, but you don't get any details the way that Melon and Sloan do. It's Sloan, who's that? What does it look like? I, I don't know. You just got better eyes than me. Is it like a like a ladder, like a step ladder leaning against the wall over there? It's because you're an old dwarf. Because it's the daytime. And we'll say you guys are maybe about uh, uh, 100 feet away. 100 feet away? Yeah, 100 feet away. Uh, Sloan will move a little bit closer, try to get a better look. Is there a knowledge check that I can do to figure out what this thing is? Handle animal. How close are you getting? <laughs> <laughs> are you closing, closing like halfway it. through the distance there? I don't know if I have handle animal. <laughs> what? You don't have handle animal? Oh, I do. It's not very good, but I do. Uh, we know. <laughs> Well, it's different from wild empathy. Oh, okay. that's a different wild empathy. Check. Druids, they're all yeah. it's all the same to me, man. Just walk up, stare it down like it's okay, easy. Uh, I don't know, probably about sixty feet away. You're sixty feet away. Yeah. Okay. Right. And no. what kind of uh, check are you doing? I don't. Are you doing a handle animal? No. Or with what I would put just with a what knowledge intent? check to to see what it is. Knowledge nature would be that's okay. What I was hoping. Twenty. Are we all moving up here? That's up. To I, you. Don't, I don't know. I'm moving up. We're in a group. I would. I mean, if he's moving up, I'm moving up, and I'd like. I to do not do control it. your legs. I'd like to do a knowledge nature as well. <laughs> Does he look like he's trying to move sneaky? Are you moving sneaky? Or are you just moving up? Yeah, I'm just moving up. Okay, then I would yeah. move up too. Yeah, you guys are just openly kind of moving forward. Yeah, in a non-threatening, not <laughs> weapons out in a non-threatening no. manner. No, okay. Yeah. No, okay. no weapons. No weapons. Just these fists. All right, uh, you. With your knowledge of nature, you immediately, uh, you're not able to identify exactly what this creature is, but because of the pipe and the clothes, you can assume this is a sentient creature, uh, and it's not an animal that you are aware of, but if you had to take a guess, you would say it looks almost like a cross between a, a lizard, a mouse, and maybe a halfling. Who knows? It's, it's kind of hard to tell. I'd like to do a sense motive to see if it's going to be friendly towards us. So it has scales? It has fur. 21. 21? Sense motive. Sense motive? You don't, see, you don't, based off the information you have now, you don't see anything that would make you believe it's threatening or mean. It's standing there smoking a pipe. Huh? I'm going to go talk to it. Let's go. Let's go talk to it. Let's do it. So we approach. All four of you approach? I approach. Excellent. As well. Hey, little fella. <laughs> I take I take I, a step back from Garsk. <laughs> I'm gonna punch Garsk in the in the shoulder and say, "Hi, how you doing? What are, you doing? Are you high enough to his shoulder, Melon? Yeah, I yeah. already know you. Everybody, roll a will save. <laughs> you. What will save? Everybody, roll a will save. Damn oh. it! Wow. Uh, you should have let me talk to it. Uh, yep. Eighteen. Uh, five. Hold on. Natty three. What? Yeah. So a five. You have a two? I have a plus, plus two. two my will save. Oh, boy. Yeah. What's your plus? What's your will save? Eight. Mine's three. Mine's four. What? Yours is really four? I thought you said yours was like 18. No, I have plus four to my will save. I have 18. I rolled a 14. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't okay. know. Yeah, I, was, I have a seven. 
You have a seven yeah, total. Plus, it's fear based. Seven total. Hold it. Nat one for a nine. Okay. Is this a, is it fear based? Let me. It's not fear based. Okay. Double check. Is it charm based? Why? Yes. Why? <laughs> because he's got a staff out, so we get a plus one. Plus one's not going to help you. That's right. I always walk around with my staff out. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, also with the thing that gives everybody else plus one yeah. in one hand. So you always have a hand occupied with your staff. Yes, I do. <laughs> that's that's a, a that's a legitimate question. Is it a death effect? Dirty bastards. Is it a death effect? No. Okay. Uh, Garsk, you passed. Sweet. The other three of you have failed. So this is going to be a little bit interesting. However, all of a sudden, the three of you, Sloane, Malon, Edwin, have an overwhelming feeling of friendliness. Not only to each other, but also to this creature that stands in front of you. You just feel damn friendly. How do you do there, stranger? Garsk, What's going on? Still feel like Garsk. <laughs> Hello there, person. What is going on? Oh, my oh goodness. My Edwin, I'm oh, so happy that you're love. here. Have you eaten enough today? I feel like oh. cooking. Oh, well, that would be yeah, wonderful. Friendly, not crazy. That's friendly. It's not, That's it's not compelling you to all of a sudden start congratulating <laughs> each other. Although, if you'd like to, feel free. Yeah. That's how I'm friendly. Normally, I would think I need to do a sense motive check, but Malon's never this friendly, so... The creature turns around and he <laughs> looks at all four of you and takes the pipe out of his mouth and goes, Well, hey there, friends. How's it going? Oh, he's oh, so good. How hello, are you? Friend. Doing well, are grand. You? Great. What brings you guys to this uh, humble place? Oh, it's so humble, isn't it? It's yeah. just wonderful. Didn't go over the top at all, did they? <laughs> <laughs> he gestures with the pipe. Uh, you know, we're, we're here on a business. What are you here for? Business outstanding. I'm actually here on business as well. Wow. Fancy that. Oh, wow. What do you do? <laughs> I, by the way, take on the demeanor of these three, so I'm also super friendly right now. Okay. But I'll roll a bluff check if you would like me to. Are you are you bluffing being friendly? Guys? I am bluffing being friendly. <laughs> do you not, well, feel, do you not feel friendly right now? I never feel friendly. Oh. Notice that Sloan is still we're, really quiet. We're adventurers. I guess that's as friendly as he gets. Okay. This make me more talkative. I just <laughs> like the guy. Yeah. Give How you one. doing? <laughs> How you doing? Hey. He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm here on business as well. <laughs> oh, well, what, uh, what, the, what uh, business do you do? Um, uh, uh, I'm, like, oh, I'm a relations expert, I guess you could say. A relations expert? Well, yeah. Like a matchmaker? I'm a, like a facilitator. Ah, oh, that kind of relations. Ah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you. Yes. I, I like it. It's an enjoyable job. I get to go out to fascinating places, meet new and interesting people, and, and just chat, you know? I have great. Have you been here a long time? Oh, I've been here for uh, uh, two days, two, three days. Wow. Is, there a, is there a good place to get something to eat? We've been oh. traveling, and... Uh, Garsk, I can make you some food. Don't worry. Hey, would you like some hey. food? Oh. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I can cook some some things. He is really good at cooking. Yeah. Thank now, you, Melon. Yeah. Just now hold on a second, Mister. I'm sorry, I didn't even catch your name. I apologize. My name is Garsk. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mister Garsk. I am called Vin. Well, hello, Vin. This is my friend uh, Edwin here. Edwin, nice to meet you, uh, Edwin. Melon. Hi, Melon. Hello, Melon. And Sloan. Uh, Edwin. Uh, this is he this does Vard. Vard. Yes, hey. I was oh, about yeah. to ask there. Vard Vin. Vin Schniffner. Yeah, hey, Vard. Oh, he's a good guy. <laughs> Hold on. Let me roll for save. Vard. I, I, <laughs> I forgot to roll one for Vard here. Let's see how he does. Ah, oh, you forgot Vard was there. <laughs> Yer, how are you doing? 
Yeah. What a splendid looking castle you got. <laughs> uh, so if we if we could, I'd like to go some, you know, get a nice bite to eat. Maybe mm. stay at an inn mm-hmm. if there's an inn in here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure because it's an inn in here. No, there's no inn in here. Uh, a, a, this is a, a fort. This ah, oh, fort. Yes, a yeah. grand fort. Mm. A grand it, fort. It, well, I mean, it's it's seen better days. You think they got a full? It's probably one of the nicest forts I've seen, though. What's up? They got a full kitchen in there. Um, there, uh, there is a kitchen. Yes, yes, there is indeed. Uh, You know, Vin, we're we're really here for some important business, Mm -hmm. and we're we're looking for some rangers. Have you seen any since you've been here? Since I've been here, um, yes, I have seen several rangers. Have they been? You know, of the uh, living persuasion? Um, most of them, no. Ah. No. I, uh, I am sad to say that uh, there is only one ranger left alive out of um, all of them that formerly occupied this fort. Well, that's I, a downer. I think we it would is. be splendid if we could give a, uh, have a little talk with him. Uh, Ooh. We Ooh, ran that's going to be tricky. Oh, why, why is that? Mm, he is currently in a uh, prison cell. Oh, oh why? Yeah. Why is he in a prison cell? Because uh, somebody put him in there and closed it. <laughs> not me. Not me, you guys. Well, I didn't do something do that. like that. Well, I mean, uh, out of curiosity, you say it's a re- like a regular prison cell? Um, like we could communicate through it. Through, through the bars, yes. Yeah. So we could, in fact, talk to this guy. Yes, and it is underground, so you would have to go into the keep, the, the fortress here, and then you'd have to go down uh, stairs... And then you would have to be inside the jail area and then talk through the bars. Wow, 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 wow. I think so that's a lot of steps. A great. Uh, do you happen to, could you happen to lead us to Waper, perchance? You're such a friendly guy. How? I know. How okay. do you know that guy is down there? Why haven't you helped him? He seems like such a friendly guy. Seems I like could help him out. Don't have the key. Oh, the key. Oh, we don't need keys. Maylon, Maylon, Maylon. Don't. Don't uh, don't uh, stress our, our new friend out here with any of the technical mumbo jumbo. I'd like to sense motive on this guy to see I'm if so he's sorry. under the same friendly spell, or if maybe he's not like he's doing the friendly spell. Okay, go ahead and uh, and roll that. That's gonna be now fourteen for twenty seven. Wow, he seems utterly genuine and friendly. What's Specifically, you you wanted to know if I it was know originating if, from him. Well, I don't know if like like he's friendly, but is he friendly because he's under the spell, or is he friendly because he's causing other people to be friendly? It it would be difficult to tell with a sense motive. I, I don't think you'd be able to pick that up off of a sense motive. All right, but you can right. tell that he does seem genuinely friendly. He doesn't seem to be deceptive at all, uh, and he's not going to lead us down there. Um, could you uh, just? Just point us in the right direction, and uh, mm. you can't point us in the right direction? Do you not have opposable <sighs> fingers? And I, I do have fingers, and I told you he's inside this fort, down some stairs, and in the jail area, uh, but I, I wouldn't recommend going in. You don't have invitations, and this is a private event currently happening. Oh, are there other, are there other folks around? Oh, oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh. That's why I was called here. Oh, oh by who? Um... What is his name? Hrolk Grundlechar? I don't know. That sounds gross and possibly not correct. I don't think Grundle's a word I should be using. That sounds... What? Y- you know, that that does sound uh, interesting. Um, I, I, 
I don't mean to uh, sound insensitive, but I just no, like, no, no, it's okay. I just like to be prepared when I meet new people, you know, to kind of know things about them. Yeah. Uh, if you were to describe this, uh, what was his name again? Harold Grundle. Try something. I would have yeah. to. I would have to consult my notes. They're in, in my room. Yeah. If, if you could, uh, like, how would you describe this guy? Well, like, what's he look like? Um, what's he dressed like? Does he wear see. pins? Pins? Yeah. Um. I don't recall offhand. I know that he's a male corrid. Uh, he's a rather, uh, uh, rather vulgar, stinky, ah. coarse, rude creature um, who happens to be in charge of many of the other corrids, and he is the leader of the uh, the Red Rock uh, Revel. Okay, okay. Um, do I do we the know anything organizer about of the Red What's Rock a Revel? I guess it depends. Corrid. A corrid. I'm glad you asked. A corrid is a. Uh, a uh, small uh, fey creature, and they uh, they have lots of hair, and their hair is usually pretty wild. Uh, they actually kind of look like um, you're a. And he snaps his fingers. You're a dwarf, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm a dwarf. Yeah, they look similar to dwarves, um, but their hair is much longer and kind of has a has a life of its own. And like I said, they're fey creatures. Well, when I wake up in the morning, my beard's got a life of its own. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Good one. Mr. Garsk. <laughs> Good one. Have you tried knocking on the door? Me? Yeah. Are you allowed inside? Do you have an invitation? Do you I, have a plus four? I told you I, I work here. Oh, that's And this right. door is actually right behind me. It's actually open. It's Yeah, but you said we need invitations. I don't want to go in without an invitation. That's, I, I respect that. Um, that would be rude of us. It, it would be, it would be rude. And it would, uh, it would probably uh, provoke some of the more uh, uh, volatile types here inside of this place. There are some uh, folks that are friendly. There are some folks that are maybe, you know, not so much. I try to strive, I strive to, to foster friendship wherever I go. But um, the Red Rock Revel has reached a point where uh, uh, the participants are inebriated. And it is a little bit harder to keep everybody acting friendly um, so I decided to come out here and take a smoke break. It's it's a little bit exhausting, honestly, being in there. Now we we actually you know we've got quite a bit of stuff on us, uh, papers and all that. Do you happen to have uh, an invitation that I could look at? Maybe we actually already have invitations. Well, it's it's not a a physical invi- invitation per se, like admit one plus. You know, uh, it's more individuals or groups were invited to attend, of which I don't believe that you are one. Are there um, any groups that haven't showed up yet? Well, all the groups that are invited are fey creatures, whereas you are definitely not. Oh, I, 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 I Don't miss my guess here. We have dwarf, halfling, hey. ma'am, um, a human, and that would be problematic, as well as, I believe you are an elf, sir? Um, I'm half-elf, part, ah. part, part of both worlds. Okay. Yeah, well, on his mother's father's side. And then ah. we have Fardalong Bendinger. Who is an elf. Yes? Yes. You're an elf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> He's like, yeah, the elves, uh, the elves, I'm sorry, elf and half-elf, I apologize. No, no offense meant. Uh, and the human would be rather difficult to get in. I might be able to arrange the halfling to get in if yeah. we say she's a gnome. Oh. Do you have a hat? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. If you have a jaunty hat, that would help sell it a little bit better. I have this hat. 
It's like the most gnomish hat you've ever seen ever in your whole entire life. Hmm. Hmm, yes. Pointy, red, triangular. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Now, there are some subtle differences between um, gnomes and halflings. I know. I don't have as big of a, a nose, and I look more like a child. No, I wouldn't yeah. say you look like a child at all. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, Vin, that is so sweet of you I to I think see. you look quite normal compared to these giant freaks standing around you. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Just joshing you, pulling your legs. are you? I am. I am. I do. I, I, I kid. I knew I kid. you were joking. I mean, okay. everybody thinks of her as a child. That's true. No. Mm. I, I wasn't. At least I'm not oh. an old, grungy dwarf. This guy's. Now, now, Melon. Oh. That didn't sound very friendly. <laughs> You're right. I'm okay. sorry. Uh. I'm standing. Yes. Well, I, I might be able to. We could, we could work with. Uh, you, uh, Miss Melon, uh, Mr. Garsk, we might be able to get you in there. Um, being a dwarf, being a little shorter of stature, you might be able to pass as a cord. Uh, most of everybody in there is pretty drunk. Um, but you would just want to maybe release this Chernosardo Ranger and then be on about your business? Is that what you're looking to do? Mm-hmm. What, what are you... Yeah, that's... What exactly, are your intentions here? That's exactly what we... We just want to talk to the guy a little bit, you know? Um... We we saw some of his buddies out there. Probably tell him, you know, about his his friends. Unfortunately, they they're no longer of this world. So um, you showed up to tell him that his friends are dead, and then you're going to leave. Well, no. You see, we we come from a place that uh, is called Feindar. Have you been to Feindar? Oh, mm, no. Great. Oh, okay. Well, Feindar was taken over by. Uh, an invasion of hobgoblins and bugbears. Mm, hobgoblins. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, where's this at? Oh, Feindar, you know, just across. I don't know. The Meredith to the river. southwest. It's to the southwest. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the southwest of us. Yeah. It's, few, it's just it's only a few days from here. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And um, you know, a whole bunch of people. We were able to survive, and we made it out with our lives intact. Mm-hmm. Fortunately. And he sits down and continues to smoke his pipe. He goes, yes, tell me more. And then we, you know, we made it out into the woods and we're hunted like hunted. wild animals. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I liked that part. And then, you know, we um, we found a cave and we're staying in the cave. And then, you know, we, oh, you know, we hobo murdered a whole bunch of people in their sleep. But by people, I mean hobgoblins. You murdered hobos? No. Yes, you did. It was, no, hob- well, it was frightening. They were kind of hobo-esque, weren't they? But that's not my point. My point is that we murdered them as if we were hobo murderers. Like, murderers. Oh, may lie. Takes his pipe out of his mouth, and he's like, that sounds awful. Oh, oh, no, no, no. It's fine. Because they were in a place called Camp Redjaw. And see, Camp Redjaw was this place uh, filled with hobgoblins, mini bugbears, and, uh, you know, a whole bunch of bad evil guys who are trying to kill the rest of our survivors and take over Feindar. They're part oh, of this iron fate. Oh, You don't want to. Vin, or, Vin or I apologize. This. So this, she's, she's got such an active imagination. Oh, uh, no, you were there. I was there. I killed all those guys in their sleep. I made a really... I mean, in their sleep. Look, yeah. look at... She's they not, were going to kill you she's, in their sleep? No, she's probably wait, like... No. She's probably like 62 pounds soaking wet. How could she kill, yeah. how many did she say, 35 hobgoblins? No, I don't no, and between you and, and between you and me, I made a stew last night with some uh, questionable mushrooms I found lying around mm, that mushrooms. could have uh, contributed to our vivid I, imagination. I had a good days. berry last night because of uh, mushrooms. Uh, 
Edwin kind of just puts her his arm around Milan. Oh, kind of gives her a noogie and kind of <laughs> don't, don't do that. Pulls, Punch her in the face. Pulls her away a little bit. Okay. Anyway. All right, all right, no, friends, friends. Let's all let's all calm down a moment here while I process what you've said. This is this is most disturbing. I have to say several things now. I I don't I don't like violence. I I just wish that everything could be solved diplomatically. There's I There's no reason for all this fighting. I agree as well, Vin. I agree as well. And if you would like, uh, like I say, Melana and myself, if you could get us in there, we could get down there and, and talk to that, that ranger and perhaps free him so there would be no more violence here. Um, my my human and half-elf companions can, can stay up here uh, outside. Yeah, I'm a full elf. Uh, and, and of course... No offense meant, Mr. Sloan. Of course... Uh, Vlard can stay outside. Uh, Close enough. <laughs> but you can well. call me Mr. Prender. Uh, Mr. Prender can stay outside, and uh, you know we'll just uh, we'll be real quick in and out. It'll be uh, it'll be very uh, uh, non-violent, if you will. I can be non-violent. You know, it's not all about the violence. It's just when they're going to cause us harm. You know, you just got to kill the imagination on this one. You. It's just it runs wild sometimes. You know, Pre- preemptive strike, Miss Malon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And they were going to kill us Most and disturbing. a whole bunch of other people and take over the forest and do all sorts of terrible, bad things. Mm. And, you know, I just, I can't stand idly by and let people die like that. So I had to take matters into my own hands. And sometimes the easiest way to do that is under the cover of sleep. And- but of course, but of course, we try to talk to them first. We... We had a oh, yeah, very long diplomatic situation with one of their envoys. They did send an envoy. We, we talked with that envoy, yeah. and it uh, it uh, ended peacefully. No, he attacked yep. us. It ended peacefully. And it then was, his it, you know, friend attacked us. I, I, I'm still not sure they were together. She's, she's, oh, that's true. She's so silly, this one. Anyway, uh, I turn to, to Sloane and, 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 and uh, Dwarven. I ask, are you okay staying up here? Sloan, are you okay staying up here? Back, back in Dwarven. Yeah. And, and yes. back into... Well, real, real quick, real quick. Uh, do you know what Faze eat? I, I, do, I don't. Do you have a... Don't they eat Do you have humans? a knowledge check for that? I, I could totally do a knowledge check on that. Can you, can you do a knowledge check I'll, for that? I'll, I'll think about it. Uh, and then I turn back to Vin, and still in Dwarven, I say, uh, they'll be okay staying up here. Uh, can you take us now? Hmm. Yes. I can, well, not not now. I'd like to, let's let's work on some, uh, let's try to disguise you both a little bit better. That's that's a good idea. So he is responding to me in Dwarven. Um, he's responding to you, and you are able to completely understand him. Everybody is able to understand him. Okay. Interesting. Dude knows what Dwarven. Was, what was uh, Garsk saying to you? He always does this. He talks in Dwarven because he hates me, and he just doesn't <clears throat> want me to hear what I'm saying. I, oh, I, I don't think he hates you. Nah, I'm pretty sure you'd rather dislikes at oh. least Edwin. That's well, that's 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 sad. He, it, it's it's unfortunate. I saw him just sometimes. I speak in Dwarven because it's my native tongue. Uh, obviously, you can understand me, which is great. I think we should all we, we should all be speaking Dwarven because it's just such a fantastic language. It is quite Actually beautiful. Is better. Very yeah. rough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's you know, pride pride in one's. Culture is not necessarily a bad thing. Hey, I sir, I was getting a little peckish for lunch here. Um, I was going to start making some uh, food. Do you know what phase eat? They eat all kinds of different things, I guess. Nothing Depends on the fae. We're not all alike, you know. Personally, I'm a vegetarian. Are you a fae? 
Well, yes. I'm sorry. I could be considered in that category. This might be rather rude of me to ask, but you have identified all of our races. Hmm. What is yours? Whoa. No, no. I understand. Um, I am... I guess my people are referred to as Gerbies. Gerbies. Run that by me again. Gerby. Like, like he speaks slower and louder to you. <laughs> Gerby. Like a Come on, lady. Furby? Mm, never heard of them. Or like mm, okay. a Kirby with a G. What? Huh? Like a Kirby with a G? Yeah, like the vacuum. That's a vacuum? It is. <laughs> it's, it is. Gerby, Gerby. Yes, yes. Yep, Gerby. Anything else you want to know about me? Why are you really here? I told you I'm here on business. What is your business? I am a, uh, a facilitator. What are you facilitating? I facilitate... Uh, I break down language barriers. I promote friendship. I yeah, just generally uh, generally keep parties going and usually keep them from getting too out of hand. Who called you here? Uh, the leader of this, uh, to the best of my knowledge, it was the leader who gave uh, sent out the invitation to me, or at least invited a Gerby to to join at the Red Rock Rebel. But uh, things things have not really progressed the way that I thought they would. Now, Earlier... Uh, hold on. Nope, hold on. Because you see, I don't, I don't think it's very friendly to be in somebody else's fort without their permission. Whose permission? Oh, I think you might need the Ternasardo Ranger's permission. You've got them locked up in a prison. That That's doesn't right. sound very nice to me. Earlier uh, you there was a no lot of rangers thing. in here. What yeah. happened to them? They died. How did they die? How did you know that? Well, most of them were killed when the hobgoblins attacked. At least that's what I've been able to figure out as I've walked around. Are there any hobgoblins in there now? Mm, so to speak. Are uh, there any living hobgoblins in there now? I have heard that there are some living hobgoblins, but I have not personally seen them. They would have been taken by one of the redcaps. Uh, the rest of the hobgoblins are strewn about the courtyard hanging from their ankles with their throats cut. It is uh, uh, rather a gory scene, and I prefer not to think about it, which is why I kind of wanted to step outside here to have a smoke. It's, uh, it, this, this Red Rock Revel has, has gone a little bit beyond uh, what it should have been. Would, would it be all right if we set up a camp outside here? Uh, that way Edwin could cook a little bit for us. And... Uh, there are... Uh, hmm... Just a small camp. I, I would I would recommend maybe distancing yourself somewhat, um, so that you are not noticed. Uh, granted, most of the occupants of this fort right now are very very inebriated. But if were were they to come upon you, I don't I cannot guarantee how they would react. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Maylon, can it's you? Kind of dangerous. Uh. Can you disguise us a little bit? Um. You and me. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. And then. Uh, Edwin and Sloane can go hide out kind of in the bushes oh, over there. How far away was the river from this? I mean, You're about four miles. Four why, miles? Why are we hiding? Do you want to go back like a mile or two? A mile? Into the tree oh, line? That is a long ways. I don't think you guys need to go back that far. I think just go back like uh, hide behind those bushes over there. And I pointed some bushes. And uh, just hang out there. You know, make sure you uh, like detect magic out that way. Make sure nothing's sneaking up on you. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll get snuck up on, and then me and uh, Melon will be back uh, as soon as we can. Is there like a clearing around the castle 
to where there was like a tree line or something, a couple of y- hundred yards out or something? Mm, no, it looks like there are a lot of trees and everything that uh, that kind of grow up very near. Okay. Uh, trees, bushes, things like that. Uh, this is a very heavily wooded area. Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess, Sloan, do you want to walk out, whatever, a couple hundred yards? Yes. All right. Yes. We're going to go about 500 yards away. And before, before you leave, uh, I was actually trying to convey a secret message to Sloan mm. to detect magic. Uh, it's a natty 19. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so that uh, secret message uh, would pass. And I don't have to do anything to receive it? Um, that's part of the... No, you can bluff to pass hidden messages to another character without others understanding your true meaning. DC is 15 for simple messages and 20 for complex messages. If you are successful, the target automatically understands you. Assuming you speak the same language, yes. which we do. Oh, nice. So that would be 27. Oh, that's very well hidden with So secret. I have no so idea what's happening. We have shorthand. I'm proud of you. Of course I can. Would be my response to that. <laughs> not in not in secret. Of course I can. Everyone's like, what? what? <laughs> All right. Well, you two have fun. Bye. Uh, anything goes awry. I don't know. I guess yell. I'll do my special call. You know, the What's, one. You have a special call? Yeah. What's your special call? The one that we've used like several times. We have? Yeah. It hoots like an owl, man. Duh. What if there's multiple owls? We're deep in the woods. What if there's more owls? No. No owls sound like me. What's your owl sound <laughs> like? <laughs> That's terrible, then. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm an owl. I'm an owl. Who? Hoot. <laughs> sounds like a halfling. <laughs> sounds like a halfling impersonating an owl. <laughs> no, it's an owl impersonating a halfling. All right, so I guess Edmund and I are walking back away from the... He goes, wait. Okay. Wait, wait. Hmm. Wait for what? I just realized that there are some barriers in between us and the uh, prisoner, I guess, for for lack of a better word, uh, that probably weren't there the first time that I visited. Since I've shown up, there were two satyrs. You're going to have to go through the main hall and then through the kitchen to reach the stairwell down. Since I've been down there, there were two satyrs that... uh, Took uh, took up residence in the kitchen and have been using that area. You asked about the kitchen earlier, oh. sir, and it's it's a nice. Well, it was a nice kitchen when I passed through. I don't know what state it's in now, but I don't have a lot of uh, dealing with satyrs personally. And I also believe um, the Hrulk, Grundel, Char, or whatever his name was, is he had a brother. And I remember somebody saying something about the brother being really angry and hoarding all of the extra liquor. Uh, down in the basement, which I believe you would have to go through in order to get to the cells. What? what there what? are some some obstacles there. Obstacles? Why? Are, are not all of these people as friendly as you? I thought I, we were all friends here. I, I'm. I like to think that I'm friends with everybody. Uh, some people, especially when they are in an advanced state of inebriation, are not quite as friendly as they could be. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Hrolk's younger brother is incredibly inebriated uh, and very mean. So he might not be friendly. Satyrs I'm not sure about. 
Um, but I couldn't make friendly. any guarantees. A little too friendly. And I don't know if there's anything in the main hallway since I've been in there last. I've been kind of trying to avoid everything. This has become a very messy uh, Red Rock Revel. I just can't shake the feeling that you're not telling us something really important. What would you like to know? Well, I just, I don't understand why all of the Chernisada Rangers are gone after a Hobgoblin massacre, and how they got in, and why are the Hobgoblins now strung up, and what are the Fae doing here? Hmm. Oh, I can answer several of those things for you. Uh, from what we've been able to, or what I've been able to, I haven't been able to get much out of the uh, the other Fae here, but it looks like the Hobgoblins attacked and overwhelmed the Chernisardo Rangers. Uh, there's some damage to the northern section of this uh, fort that I have not been able to quite understand how the Hobgoblins would have pulled it off. The There's a gigantic hole in the wall, and it looks like one of the towers is partially collapsed. I don't know how they could have done that, but it does all seem rather like fresh damage. The Hobgoblins uh, seem to massacre the Chernisardo Rangers... The ones that were left alive were imprisoned, many of them grievously injured, and they all died from their wounds, except for one who seems to have survived and healed up, although he's quite hungry. I gave him some food, as it's a friendly thing to do, mm -hmm. uh, but alas, I did not have the key and could not free him, which I would have done if I had the ability to. But the best I could do was give him some food and water and wish him the best. How come the rest of the phase haven't? freedom. They don't really care. Oh. I think uh, Hulk goes down there every now and then and points and laughs at him, because he's an asshole. How sorry, that, I'm sorry, that that wasn't very friendly of me. How, how do the Fays feel about, uh, about Hobgoblins? Well, I don't think they think very highly of them, as the Fay then attacked the fort, which was weakly guarded by the Hobgoblins, and uh, strung up most of them and slit their throats to paint the rocks red, which is uh, a very brutal and literal take on the Red Rock Revel. I think we used to use berry juice and the other ones that I've attended. Uh, Hrolk is uh, he's, uh, he's kind of a sick man. Would, or whatever. So would you say that the enemy of the Hobgoblins would be the friend of the Fae? Uh, I'm friendly. Uh, for the others here, I, I could not speak. Uh, the Red Caps are not friendly. And not friendly at all. The the Korids, well, I, it depends on which one you speak to. They could be friendly, they could be not. It depends, you know, they're, they're as fickle as any other uh, species. The Leprechauns are pretty okay. They're all right. I'm still confused. Why are they here? They're partying. For how long? As long as it takes. Now, imagine, uh, I believe, uh, you and you and your cities and, you know, you non-fey core races, if you will. <laughs> uh, you have schooling, correct? Yeah. Imagine, imagine a bunch of rowdy high schoolers discover that a really cool house has been abandoned. And that in the middle of that house, somebody has left... A dozen large kegs of beer. Somebody's stupid. Yes. Or somebody was unfortunately attacked by hobgoblins. And that's essentially what happened here. Many of the uh, the fae, some fae, led by Hrolk, 
realized that the fort, which has always been held by the Chernosardo Rangers, was now weakly guarded. They broke in, killed a bunch of hobgoblins, and started drinking all of the wine and partying. And they'll probably remain and party until all of the wine is gone. And after that, who knows? But I was invited to help facilitate communication between the different races represented here, to help keep things friendly if they got out of control. Unfortunately, in the presence of this much liquor and volatile temperaments, I can only do so much. What time of day is it early? Uh, early uh, before noon. Getting around lunchtime. Noonish. Uh, I think we could probably... Uh, do, you, do you think there's a chance we could all sneak down there? Everyone's pretty drunk right now. Everyone's pretty drunk, but I, like I said, I don't know what's in the main hall. Uh, after the main hall, there's the two satyrs in the kitchen. I don't know if they're still there, but I imagine they would be. And then there's uh, Hulk's younger brother, who has a volatile temperament and extremely inebriated. Uh, that would be the minimum of what you would have to pass by in order to get to uh, okay. this ranger. Now, now, like yourself, I'm not one for violence. But uh, if we were attacked mm. Uh, mm. while we were going down there, okay. you see no problem in self-defense? I, 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 I abhor violence. I, I, I have a weak stomach for it. I just can't stand it. I just wish things could be dealt with through diplomacy. You know, through just some friendly, friendly banter. Like we're doing now. Like we're doing now. You know what? That's a very good point. I say we head on down there and we just talk our way through should it come to that i think we sneak first okay i, th I think s sneaking sneaking is is a good non-violent way to go yes yes um i i can i can move with you but i cannot condone any violence happening can you vouch for both milan and garsk and give them temporary invitations to walk in when you're walking with them and just do say, any yeah. of you do any of you have any alcohol on you i do you do i do that could be used as a, some sort of bribe is it good alcohol uh it's old law whiskey old law whiskey really i have no idea what that is but it sounds strong hmm it's uh it's single malt whiskey made from a recipe that's nearly 200 years old which for some of these uh and i kind of motion with my head towards the the human in the group for some of us that's that's a really long time. Yeah, I'd be dead. I'd be decayed already. It's older than my great-great-grandfather. If, if there's any soldiers in your group, this will be, be a favorite one of theirs. I think, I think that might buy you passage past Hrolk's younger brother in the cellar. He would definitely, uh, definitely go for some liquor. That might be able to get you in there past him. I don't know if he would let you back out with the uh, ranger, but it it might work. Um, what about the satyrs in the kitchen? Do you know much about satyrs? I don't. Unless I do. I will do a knowledge check. That's a very confusing answer, sir. Very confusing. Knowledge but yeah. to engineering? Um, knowledge nature? Knowledge uh, Faye is under nature. Just a moment. So it was the brothers, it was the satyrs, is there anybody else before we got there? I don't think so. The cords. That's the brothers. Or That's the brother. The I race thought, of yeah. the brothers. Corded? I thought there were more Corded. than I have. Well, there's no a bunch idea. of them, but I think there's only like 
on our path to the jail, if we were to take a direct route, we would take us through the kitchen, which is where the satyrs are. So, so Karsk. Yeah. Is this guy saying that we can't kill anybody? Uh, I'm thinking that we probably don't want to kill anybody. If I'm thinking don't... I don't want you to kill anybody. I'm exactly. not talking to you. It's not friendly to, to listen in on others' conversations. You're He's talking having... right in front of me. No, I am whispering to him, right indicated by my Whisper. hushed tone. Whispering really, like, just because you're whispering in front of me doesn't mean I can't hear you. Well, I am whispering. Would you prefer I pretend not to hear you? So that our listeners can hear us, because this is a recorded podcast. Vin. Podcast. Hmm. <laughs> I do not know what this is you speak of, strange halfling. Yeah, I think that, uh, I think, I mean, I think if we get into a fighting situation down there, we're screwed. Because okay. we're not going to have Edwin and Sloan with, or Edwin and Sloan and, uh. Do they Clark. really do that much? I feel like it's just you and I who, uh. Well, I mean, that's, that's true. Ouch. <laughs> hey, we're speaking to Halfling. Yeah. Hey, that's I, a language? I heard that. Yes, <laughs> it is. Halfling, uh, <laughs> halfling, halfling. I say, hey, I heard that. I mean, you don't hear humans halfling. going, common, 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 common. Human, 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 human. I think if we get in there, I think we can get out. Okay. We, okay. If we can, get, if if the idea is, is that you and me can get in there and out by ourselves, we can get out. I got a plan. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so I've been thinking alcohol yep. would be an outstanding bribe for... Prolk's younger brother. Yeah. I believe they call him Large Hands. I don't know why. Is there any... Do you have anything... The two satyrs are cooking. Is there anything that you might be able to offer them as in way of uh, a bribery or a gift or, Something or that a would, token? Uh, what I mean, do satyrs eat? I don't know if we've got any good spices. Edwin, do we Ooh. have any spices or cookbooks that you got over well, there? Wait, Would they like seasoned spices. meat? Would they like a oh, vegetarian oh, yeah. dish? Se- oh, sure. Would well, they like a... Oh, oh, see, seasoned meat is probably going to be a good one. I think satyrs are, are part goat. I don't... I haven't actually, you know, befriended many satyrs, but I mean... I'm sure being half goat, any vegetarian option would also be good. Um, anything that's used for cooking... Unusual ingredients, or a lot of something, or a unusual spice, perhaps. I've got a spice kit. I think it's somewhere in here. Let me check. Spice kit. Oh, I don't have a spice. I kit. have spices and seasonings. I, I always have cake. spices and seasonings. Okay. Well, the, uh, those you might be able to use those. Not all my uh, spices. Well, I mean, maybe not not you, but if you were to. Between uh, the halfling and the Mr. Dwarf here, Mr. Garsk. Thank you. Uh, you might be able to, to do that. Edwin, I'll, I'll, I think we can do it if you give us some spices. If you've got anything over there mm. worth, worth giving them. Mm. But how long is the walk uh, from here to the jail? Assuming we didn't stop in any of those rooms. Uh, assuming that everything was clear? Yeah. And we are able to walk from this point here to the front of that cell? Uh, less than four minutes? Less than four minutes. Do you think? I mean, like, if you're walking yeah. slow and leisurely, <laughs> do you think they would like coffee? 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 Oh, the bean water. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ooh, ooh. Can I? Can I smell some of this coffee? Oh yeah. I open my bag of coffee. It's a good roast. Ooh, yeah. exotic. Yes, yes. That's very interesting. Do we have a small bag, or do we have a bag? Do we have a sack? Some way to hold this? Some of my coffee. I have a lot of coffee. Yes, I have a bottle. All right. I give you a pound of coffee. Yeah, we'll just say that works. Okay. 
Do you have a pound of coffee? You got a bottle of Old Law whiskey? You're going to try to bribe your way through. Mm. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's like, do okay. this. Let's do it. It's like, I'll join you as far as I can. Thank you. Uh, hold on it. one second. All right, Garsk. Stand right there. Malon starts messing with his hair Ooh. and smudging some stuff on his face and fixing his clothes up. First problem is his beard's in the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can't go anymore. Wow. <laughs> 25 to disguise person on Garsk. Ooh, yeah. And then I start, you know, I put my gnome hat on and, you know, I uh, get all gnomey. <laughs> Getting in the gnome zone. Yeah. Uh, with a 17. Right. 17? Okay. And uh, Vin takes a step back and looks at both of you and goes, hmm. Mm, yes, yes. I like the, the wild hair here. Garsk, how long is your hair? Not your beard, but your hair. Not my beard, but my hair. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's longish. Not like uh, foot long, two feet long. We'll say we'll say we'll say it's a foot long. He looks like he's shoulder ZZ top. length. It's it's back. Looks like your hair. Okay, actually. So, kind of kind of fluffs it all out there, so it looks a little bit more wild. Yeah, looking a little bit more cord like. Somebody's drunk and bleary eyed, and they squint, uh, and it's a dim lighting on a foggy day, <laughs> and you're about sixty feet away. It could look exactly like a cord. Do we need a foggy day? I can make it a foggy day. <laughs> Oh, you can really? make it foggy in this area. <laughs> uh, Are you, uh, you use magic? I have been asked. known to use uh, a few divine spells here and there. Oh, divine spells. Hmm. What, what does that, uh, what do you do? What do all of you do, really? Why are you here? I'm we, a, I already told, told you why we're here. Huh. Okay. Well, well you know. I was just curious. Just... Sloan. Uh, odd, odd group. We'll be back in uh, in ten minutes. Uh, Make it fifteen. We're not back in ten minutes. Wait five more minutes. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> remember the you know the secret hoot call that Melon does. You know. Oh, I'm well aware. If somebody comes out yelling that, uh, then uh, you know, be sure to protect them. Remember it the whole time. You know, it might be less than ten minutes, and then another five. Yeah. Let's go in. It. No problem. So we're headed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. Have fun storming the castle. Have fun. Do you think it'll work? One second, that must not go. (laughs) Just a silly place. (laughs) All right, the two of you are going to uh, go virtually solo through these rooms. There's two of them. There's two of us, so we... Three of you. going very much the opposite of solo. And there's a A third. You're coming with us, so there's a trio. A trio? Trioing this. Ah. We find somebody along the way. Barbershop Quartet. Outstanding. Yeah. I did not ask the ranger downstairs if he could sing. Now I'm excited. Everybody can <laughs> sing. That is a wonderful um, We got right. We're good. All right. So you guys walk through the open door at the front of Fort Riston. Melon and Garsk. I'm doing it. Let's see here. The courtyard. The fortress's courtyard of hard-packed earth and gravel is filled with large stones spilled from the tumbled northeastern tower. A building situated against the northern wall has been almost entirely crushed, while an intact stable stands against the southern wall. A wooden double door stands slightly ajar to the west. That's the one that you're entering. Another, leading out of the fort, another double door leads into the large keep to the east, and a balcony 20 feet above the keep's entrance overlooks the courtyard. 
a narrow wooden door stands at the base of each of the three remaining towers. Of the stones scattered across the courtyard, the largest are as tall as a human and are all stained dark red. The source of the stains is no mystery. Hobgoblin corpses with slit throats hang upside down from crude gibbets above each of the gruesome stones. You also see six corids that appear to be hanging around in a little group, and they are all drinking. Are they playing a drinking game? Hmm. They're near a heavy wagon that's against the wall of the keep, and it looks like there are some gigantic wine casks. Well, I mean, not gigantic, but big wine casks. And one of those is tipped on its side, and it looks like they're drinking wine from it. Uh, Well, I mean, not like letting it spill everywhere, but they're filling up cups and drinking and having a debaucherous, rowdy time. And it sounds like they're very drunk, and they are chatting with each other and being kind of, yeah, it kind of sounds like that. <laughs> but where, it, where is the door that we are going into? Melon Garsk, you are going through the entrance at the west, western side. Directly across from you, you see the entrance to the main hall. 20 feet above that is the balcony. And up to the northern corner here, you see a crushed tower. It looks like the wall has been completely caved in, and the tower uh, has tumbled uh, and is severely damaged. It says, okay, it's, uh, it'd be right through those main doors there. And once again, I haven't been in there in a while, but we'd go through there. Uh, the other end of that room is going to be a door that leads to the kitchen. Once we get into the kitchen, in the back of the kitchen, there's a stairwell leading down. You go down the stairwell, you're in the cellar. Once you get through the cellar, there's only one door down there that you can go through, and that's to the cells. The cells in the cellar. And that's where the ranger is. Or, you could go through that crumbled-down tower up there, and, well, no, no, you'd still have to go into the main hall. Okay, so the main, going through the main doors. You ready? Let's do it. Uh, I nudge Garsk, and I point to the the group of drunk accords over there, and I say... Let's be drunk, too. And I'm going to start, you know, kind of stumbling and looking a little drunk and slurring my words and stuff. I am also drunk walking. Yeah. But I'm not slurring my walking Because I'm not talking. We got, okay. we got beer goggles on. Woo! All right. So you guys are cruising along. You're walking across the courtyard. Roll me some perception checks as you walk across the courtyard. Thirteen. 30. <laughs> Damn. Take everything in. I've been drinking the alcohol, apparently. <laughs> Why is there only half a bottle of outlaw whiskey left? <laughs> right. The northeastern tower of the fort has collapsed onto the northern wall, scattering chunks of stone across the area and knocking a 10-foot-wide gap in the wall. A massive keep looms over the courtyard beyond the gap. That's in here. So, yeah. But yeah, you see, that looks like uh, some incredible damage has happened to this. And you do see that it is all fresh. Uh, this couldn't have happened more than a couple of weeks ago. Um, had, you know, moss hasn't had time to grow on this stuff. It's, it's definitely all fresh. Discolored. Crazy. We need a mason in here. Who's, who's got a mason? I got a mason. You got a mason. Mason jar of alcohol. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. 
Uh, so you make it up to the front doors. Yeah, we do. He's yeah. like, all right, they shouldn't be locked. Nobody knows where the keys are. Oh, good. Fancy. So you open the doors? Open Hell yeah. The doors. All right, open the doors, go on in. As you guys are approaching, the aura of this creature extends to the corridors. And you can see some of them kind of perk up into a little bit of a of a lighter mood there and just start laughing a little bit louder. But overall, they don't seem to really pay you guys much mind. So you open the door and you walk through into the main hall. The lofty entry hall contains a set of stairs ascending to the north. That's on your left as you walk in. A double door to the west. That's the doors that you're walking well, we through right now. Through. Okay. And a swinging door to the east. That's the one that goes to the kitchens. The odor of cooking meat wafts from the eastern door. Angled halls exit to the north and south, ending at stout wooden doors that you cannot possibly see from here, but I describe anyways. Thick tapestries depicting forest scenes adorn the walls, but each tapestry is badly torn and stained with blood. All right, so you guys walk into the room there. I knock over some chairs at the table as I pass over to get to the door, going to the kitchen. And as one of the chairs falls to the floor, you notice movement on your right, and a very large creature stumbles towards you. Oh, didn't notice you there, buddy. What's What you doing? And Vin immediately just stiffens up right next to you, and he's like, Oh, that's not good. That's not a, that's not a, oh, that's not friendly. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think you need to kill that. Uh Oh, what is it? And, well, it looks like it's all kinds of things. You could identify maybe several different animals that have been stitched together Uh. into some sort of strange patchwork abomination slowly lurching towards you. Oh. How slowly? I mean, can we just like walk away from it? Is this like all those zombie moves and we're like, just walk away? (laughs) No, it looks like uh, because of the size of the room, it looks like it could be upon you fairly quickly. Is it large? Uh, Let me look up this exact size of this creature. I believe it's a medium-sized creature, but it might be a large-sized creature. Just a moment. I guess it depends on what animals were sewn together, huh? Maylon, look at that thing. It's this size. Let's try to get through that single-sized door. It is large. Ah. So we could feasibly run through the five-foot door on the right. We'd have to jump over the table. It's from it's from our right, though. It's coming from the south of us. Correct. I just want to throw it out there Ram. that you want to run away from the... This is a skin stitch. Oh. You want to yeah. run away from the skin stitch into the area with the two satyrs. Yes, we are jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire. <laughs> Uh, we'll that's just what kill you the choose to do. Stitch. Is that okay? I think it's a fantastic idea. All right. Um, I'm going to roll initiative because I'm what? so ready for this. Outstanding. Damn it. Also, roll me a perception check or a knowledge nature check, you two. Damn it. Uh, 15 for my perception. Nine for my perception. All righty. You identify several of the animals that it's made out of. Uh, you see part of a bear. You see bear, maybe wolf, a couple of other things you, you can't really identify too well. Uh, but it is coming at you. Brody. Yeah. And to get a roll initiative? 12. All right. Oh, God. 
Um, initiative would be eight. Ooh. 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 We are acting too drunk, Garsk. Yeah. And we'll find out what the skin stitch rolled on its initiative next time on the Divided Alliance. I need to kill it now. Yeah, I need to run. Trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Thanks as always to Sirenscape for their amazing atmosphere and music. Facing down a horde of undead zombies just isn't the same without them. Make sure you check them out at www.sirenscape.com. This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, places, events, locales, and incidents are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.